welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. So glad today I have one of my dear friends, Karen Jensen, who is founder and president of the Human Resource Connection here in Reno. And Karen has been in the human resource industry for more than 25 years. She has all kinds of credentials, and she just shared with me that she is still an instructor, facilitator, and program developer for the University of Nevada, Reno Extended Studies, which she started doing back in 1991. So the, we don't want to call her the oldest instructor, but the <laughs> longest held instructor at UNR. So Karen, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we, we bumped into each other and realized I hadn't had you on the show for a very long time. And with everything going on in the northern Nevada region, really the state of Nevada, with all of the workforce development and focus on workforce development, I would think that human resources is rocking and rolling. Are rocking and rolling. So what is going on? I mean, if I am, you know, an employer, one of the biggest struggles you hear is I can't find the workers. So mm -hmm. what is it you're helping business owners understand about the importance of having a professional help you find those employees, vet those employees, and hire those employees? Well, it's really, you know, if I back up from that, I, I really stay away from the recruiting at this point in time because there are no people. Absolutely, there's no people out there. So what I'm telling my employers, my clients, my colleagues uh, is that it's all about retention. It's not about recruitment. What are you doing to take care of your people every single day, looking them in the face, saying, hey, what's up? How are you doing? How can I serve you? That's, that leadership mentality, that service leadership mentality is what we need to be focusing on in order to not lose the people we have. And obviously there's opportunity within an organization to upskill and do the cross-training and all the mm -hmm. things that are gonna keep people engaged and happy. What, uh, we are into in a legislative session, so since we're talking about human resources and some of the, you know, everyone always holds their breath when we move into a legislative session, is there anything that we as business owners should be aware of bills that potentially could help us or hinder us? So I, okay, so here I go again, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't look at the bills because they could just, poof, they could just go out, right? I mean, they're just bills, they're, they're projections. They may or may not happen, but there are some things that I, a lot of people I don't think are gonna be aware of. Number one, we have a domestic leave law now in Nevada that applies to all employers. After 90 days after an employee's been with you, um, if they are involved in any sort of uh, domestic leave, I'm sorry, domestic violence, they get a leave um, to do counseling, to repair, to any, their victims, their families, um, go to court, establish a safety plan. So that's, that's, a, that's a new newer one, January. Uh, and then the Nevada Pregnant Workers Fairness Act 15 or more employees, I, and it basically says that, you know, an, a person is protected from discrimination if they're pregnant. I, I, I giggle a little bit only because we've got FMLA that protects them and we've got ADA that protects them potentially if they have any issues. But now here's another law. We're, we're unfortunately becoming a little more like California in that, you know, we're adding we continue Laws. to add, we continue continue to add. layer, 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 right. confuses people. Right. I, I did hear something about uh, sick leave where, you know, and now because it 
I think at one point it was for a certain level of employee, 50 or more, you have to do something with sick leave. Now they're trying to say that every single employer, whether you have one employee or a thousand, you have to do something with sick leave. Paid, paid leave. Paid leave, which, you know, again, you know, I, I know it sounds great on paper, but if you had somebody on paid leave for 90 days, 120 days, I mean, how are you supposed to stay in business? Yeah, yeah, I... I don't have the answer to that. <laughs> I mean, they're they're doing it now. FMLA, fifty or more employees. Uh, it's unpaid, uh, but you know, and then people have PTO. That's what PTO's for. Exactly. So it's another layer of you know employers having to offer more benefits. It, it, it really makes it hard, and it makes it hard, especially on the smaller employers. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's kind of go back to you know what we started with your unless there's any other laws. No, yeah. yeah the only oh. other thing I want to say to, just to help people uh, n- know this if they don't already, in Nevada and California, you cannot ask you cannot ask what people were making on employment applications anymore, and in California, you cannot ask about their criminal background. Really? Yes. Oh wow. And I'm sure that Nevada's headed for that because we we tend to mirror certain things. So mentally, you know, people should become, start becoming aware that that could, and that poses a problem. You can still do background checks in California, and so you find out about it after the fact, but then what are you going to do? You've already made a contingent offer, and unless it's a bona fide occupational qualification, for example, they're applying to work in child care and they're a pedophile, um, you know, obviously, you know, you don't have to hire them in that case, but it, it gets really quick. It gets really uh, complicated. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So which leads me back to your business, the Human Resource Connection, which, you know, you've got a couple of decades in the industry. Let's talk about why I as an employer with, you know, the laws on the books already, potential laws coming on to the books, your concept of how do you stay um, you know, viable in this market as far as benefits and wages and so on. How do you work with business owners? One thing I want to say is that we are, um, a lot of people that come to us are in crisis. So those are the, those are the people we help really the most. Um, you know, they finally have gone, oh my gosh, we should have done something about our HR department, our HR function. And we haven't. And so they come to us and we're like emergency room physicians for employers. And so we start often by doing an assessment to see where they're at, you know, because they do have things in place and they don't realize how much they do have in place. And we do an assessment and we say, hey, you know, this is, these are must, must fixes. These you should fix and these would be nice if you fixed. So then we have a conversation around that assessment and then we either train them on how to fix their musts, first of all, or they hire us to go in and fix them. Um, some examples are people don't have guidebooks, um, you know, a, a, and really it's a handbook, but it's a guide. It's a guide for the employer. How do we uh, discipline? What is our dress code? You know, what is equal opportunity? And so we put together those kind of guidebooks so that the employer and the employee have a um, a place to start and have a conversation with each other on topics that affect their people uh, and. You know, another hot topic is I-9s and immigration uh, right now being uh, organized and compliant with regards to your I-9s is very, very important. Uh, We help people with recruiting, like you mentioned. We do leadership training. I'm doing a ton of leadership training right now, which, you know, is near and dear to my heart because that is about retention. Uh, So, yes, we do all the compliance issues 
but we also help people focus on how do you keep people? How do you train them? The more knowledge they have, the more committed, the more you give them, the more they're going to give to you. Absolutely. And, you know, having owned a business myself for 25 years, there is a lot that you learn the hard way. Yeah. And so one yeah. of the things that I love about your company and what you do is you really look at it, you chunk it down. Yeah. I remember, you know, years ago we had a lot of conversation about the, you know, when people were hiring and then the importance of the orientation yep. piece. And then now after their 90 days mm -hmm. and you really have a methodology, I think, unmatched. So, oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. And uh, let's talk quickly about you are doing some classes. You have a break to educate. Tell us what that's about. So we do a, a, um, a class at my office in our learning center once a month, and uh, they're called Break to Educates because we don't take that time for ourselves. 1130 to 1 on February 27th. And this particular class is uh, really outside of the HR field, so to say, uh, but it's about time and controlling the chaos, how to manage the minutes that we have, because it just seems to me, and I've, I've always had this passion for controlling the time, and how do you get more of it, and how do you create that balance, and really I've realized that there is no balance. Sometimes your work gets more, sometimes your family gets more, sometimes you personally get more. It, 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 it all washes out, but you've got to make sure that it, at some point you're touching on all levels, and so this particular Break to Educate is just some tips on how to control that chaos and manage your minutes. And one of the main things we talk about, which is fascinating to me because it's the most, the most light bulbs that go off in these classes, in this class, is on emails. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so we have a whole conversation around emails and what to do about procrastination and how do you calendar so you organize your time. It's a pretty fun class. Absolutely. Yeah. So is there a cost to attend the class? Yeah, it's $40. $40 mm -hmm. is at the Bosma Business Center on February 27th. If people want more information about the Break to Educate classes, where would they go? They can go to thehumanresourceconnection.com. Awesome. And yeah. I know there's a bunch of other resources on that website. Uh, we only have about a minute and a half left in this segment, so let's touch on just what you said and why you're so passionate about the minutes is because you're in human resources. And as an employer, I mean, everything we calculate about our employees, are they maximizing the time that I'm paying them for, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and of course, as employers, you always feel like they're not. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Right, because we feel like we're not either. Yeah, yeah so yeah. very important. Mm -hmm. And I think you said that at some point there's a book in this for you. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to make the time to write the book. I know, yes, right. My, I'm famous for saying you don't have time to not have time. It's not on my radar officially yet. And when it is, it'll happen. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we'll hope to support you in that. Thank you. And, and have another conversation around your book launch. Okay. So that's awesome. We do have to go to break. When okay. we come back, I'm going to pick up with Karen Jensen, who is the founder and president of the Human Resource Connection. And we're talking about some interesting things. And one of the things that we are going to touch on in this next segment, while tragic, but real is the Illinois shooting that took place. And who did that gentleman target? The HR personnel. So we want to talk about maybe something that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Yeah, we'll be right. right back.
If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. It's so sweet. The Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming February 22nd through the 24th in Urington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. You will love learning about why bees are the coolest and products for beehives that are used in health and beauty. Kids of all ages can take part in the hive decorating contest and the honey tasting contest. The Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is pleased to present Dr. Samuel Ramsey, entomologist at USDA Bee Research Laboratory. Dr. Ramsey takes beekeeping to a whole new world. Want to become a beekeeper? Attend the workshop rotation to learn everything you'll need to get started, like how to collect pollen and honeycomb, not just the honey. You'll learn about the magic of propolis, how to read a hive frame, and so much more about pollinator habitat in your backyard. The 2019 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 22nd through the 24th. This conference is great for beginners or advanced beekeepers. Space is limited, so register today. Go to nevadastatebeekeepers.org. That's nevadastatebeekeepers.org. It's so sweet. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening. Welcome back. Glad to have my friend Karen Jensen, who is founder and president of HRC, the Human Resource Connection. And she has been working in human resources for more than 25 years. Her company is celebrating its 15th anniversary, and I was there for her 10th. So very excited that she is still here to share her wealth of knowledge with us. When we went into the break, we were talking about the fact that that shooting in Illinois, which, you know, we're not going to get in a gun debate or anything, but the tragedy in taking lives was this gentleman, I don't even want to call him gentleman, this man who decided, who did he target? It was the HR people, the messengers. Well, he had been there from what I, and I, yeah. you know, I, we talked offline about this. I haven't delved in, mm -hmm. delved into it really deeply, but from what I understand, he'd been there 15 years and he knew he was going to get fired. And in the termination meeting with the HR manager and the HR intern, that's where he started shooting and then went out into the plant. And, you know, the thing is, is that it's just all too common right now and in, in, our, in our world. And I, as an HR professional, have, I've had my own situations. And, you know, thankfully, I, I haven't encountered that. I'm here today. My heart goes out to those families and those workers and that company to have gone through that tragedy and really any, uh, uh, anybody that's going through it. You know, the only thing that we can do is advocate and, and, and you know, educate on how it if what do we do to potentially avoid that uh, and so you know I, I was just going to share some thoughts I had on it you know number one there's often signs with employees they they can have an obsession that conversation they talk about guns guns are a big mm -hmm. issue for them so, uh, a lot of times they've had prior military or um, some sort of criminal conviction in their history depression isolation 
Uh, those are some signs. Most importantly, what I tell my clients and when I'm doing leadership classes is that if you have a gut feeling, you have to say something. If you believe that somebody is going to be violent or has a tendency for aggression, whether you think you're, because what happens is people shut down because they think, oh, it's all in my head. And we hear after school shootings, after all, well, I saw these signs, but I didn't say anything. You know, you hear about it after the fact. And I'm just constantly telling people, if you feel it, speak up. If you feel it, say it. And then what people find is they say it and then someone else says, yeah, I noticed that too. And uh, then, you know, you're in a complicated situation as an employer because what do you do then? You know, it's a case by case and I can't give advice on what to do in all of those cases. But you've got to identify and be aware. Awareness is key and speaking to each other. And as HR professionals, we need to be open to people coming to us and telling us, and most HR people are, but we need to be open and business owners that if people tell us, I see a sign with this person, I have a bad feeling, that's a red flag that, you know, you should look into that more deeply. Well, I would also think now with, you know, what is going on in a lot of businesses around the country that, you know, we're seeing the people who are getting fired. So how can we as business owners, I mean, maybe there needs to be more people in the room when someone is getting their pink slip or being told that they're going to be fired versus leaving it to the HR professional who is untrained in maybe self-defense or active shooter. You know, it is it is a reality. So what what should we as a business owner, I mean, pack the room with other people? Right, well, in that case, I mean, it's not necessarily, wouldn't necessarily have helped them because if you're with a person that has a gun and everyone in the room doesn't have a gun, you know, there's a problem there. More people can help. What helps is, you know, we're taught now, everyone knows we need to do harassment prevention training and, you know, there's particular trainings we do. We need to add workplace violence to those trainings, top of the list, top of the list. And the other thing is in your organizations, you need to have an absolute 100% zero tolerance for people being aggressive or threatening or physically harming other individuals. That happens, they're out. The end. No, no second chances. No, oh, you know, but they need to be educated. The employees need to know. We will not tolerate it. You speak up and that person, they're gone. Yeah. You know, and and then I've had situations where I've had armed um, security officers at my place of employment, my clients' places of employment, um, some sometimes undercover. You, you can't overreact. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, like I have my clients say, oh, Karen, that's over. I'm like, No. I'm not overreacting. This is this is real. Yeah. You know, and I mean I have to have some real heartfelt conversations when I feel like somebody's gonna have an issue. And uh and I you know, me, I'm not afraid to do that. <laughs> yeah, well like right? you said, a lot of it is communication, yep. gut feelings. Certainly if someone is going through some major life changing events, whether a death of a uh, you know, someone special in their life or a divorce or losing their children, you know, there's all kinds of life altering events that doesn't always put people in a sane place in their mind. Right. Right. right? right. And, and then, so, they, and then if they lose their job on top of it, 
Yeah. It's a problem. So, you know, it's it's kind of like the old schoolyard. You know, you need to befriend people. You need to get close to people that you work with, build friendships. And so when those signs show up, they're not an anomaly. It's like, wow, something has really changed in their behavior this week from last week. And I mean, these are people we work with. We're with a lot of time during the day and we need to know them. Yep. And, you know, and then as an employer, like you said, befriend them. You could have an EAP, employee assistance program. You're, you know, you know, check in with people. Do they need some sort of assistance? You know, and really in terminations, it shouldn't be a surprise to the folks. That is what typically causes them to leave and come back. Right. Uh, in a lot of cases, I will say to people, you know, if this person comes back, they are not allowed on property. And if you see them, you don't do anything except for call the police. Call 911. Right. Because they're back for nothing good. Right. Uh, and so it's really important at time of termination to give them everything they need so they don't have to come back. Um, you know, have them bring their their uniforms, their laptops, their phones you know, um, and, and tell the rest of the employees yeah. so that if they do see them come back, yeah. they know it is a red flag and not a surprise. Right. So, yeah, unfortunately, your industry is having to deal with this more often than not. Yeah. Tragedies all over our country targeting businesses and those folks that were the messenger or someone that they didn't like at work, whatever it is, mm -hmm. it's about being prepared. Prepared, preparation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, so let's let's swing to a positive. Okay. Right. Yeah. And you know the message there is as a business owner or a fellow employee, know the people you work with and help and support so that we don't keep uh, experiencing these tragedies. So let's talk a bit about your, how can someone that is struggling with the fact that we have workforce shortage, we don't have the employees, you're talking more about retention. Give me one tip as an existing business owner, something cool that you have helped another business owner so they retain those employees. Well, I don't know if it's cool, but it's just basics. And that is, you've got to go and tell people that you appreciate them all day long. Tell them what they're doing, what they're doing well, and how it impacts your business. The behavior and the impact on a regular basis. And you don't have time to not have time to do that. You know, employers all say, well, why aren't you talking to your employees? Like, I don't have time. And my answer is you don't have time to not have time. Your people are your number one asset and they're your number one cost. And everything you can pour into them is what you need to be doing. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the things I always share is, you know, you have to celebrate. There has to be celebration. Yeah. I always yeah. equate business like a game, right? So how do we know if we're winning the game? And how are you celebrating the successes so that everyone knows, well, we're reaching our goals or someone's having a milestone in our business. So every birthday and anniversary of your employees, you want to make sure that everyone knows and gets to celebrate and part of the appreciation. Yeah. Right. Yeah so important. You have a class coming up, the Break to Educate. So tell us quickly about that and how I can find more information. So we, uh, so that the Break to Educate is controlling the chaos, managing your minutes. It, uh, go to the humanresourceconnection.com. 
The other thing I want to tell you about, uh, I forgot to say, was Best Places to Work, 12th Annual Best Places to Work, Northern Nevada Human Resource Association. I'm past president and involved in this program since its inception. And it's this, speaking of celebrations, it's this huge celebration of people who have become finalists as Best Places to Work in Reno. And it's at the um, Silver Legacy on April 25th, the awards celebration. Over 500 people go. We started it with Edon. There was we, we had like 100 at the first one. So we're over 500. And it's just the most feel-good event ever. And it's two hours, uh, f- um, 5 to 7.30, or two and a half hours, April 25th at the Legacy, Silver Legacy. And uh, it's a fun event. Absolutely. Okay, so if you want to talk more to Karen about how maybe you can bring her into your business to help you understand some some good retention policies right. or to do the audit, like mm-hmm. you said, to find out what you're doing well and where you need some improvement. Uh, besides your website. Uh, phone is 775-851-2179. And then also... Um, just a lot going on with you. I'm so glad to see you celebrating your 15th year in business. Woo-hoo! So I know I'll be at that party <laughs> and uh, really appreciate. So this has been Karen Jensen, who is the founder and president of HRC, the Human Resource Connection. And I know from personal experience, she knows her stuff. Oh, and thanks. so that is so awesome. You've helped a lot of businesses in our community and certainly a lot of businesses need help in this area. This is one of the areas where you can get into trouble and you don't even know it. Yep, it's true. Mm-hmm. So I want to thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified.